Hello and welcome to the Give and Go podcast on Game Time CT. This is your place for everything girls basketball in the state of Connecticut. My name is Scott Erickson. I'm the girls basketball beat writer for Game Time CT. And we are joined, as always, by the man with a bag full of donuts, Pete Pagawaga. What's up? Would you say that this is the hub for girls basketball? I would say this is the hub, and I'm going to post a picture. There's actually a, a bag of donuts sitting next to us. Which... I was late today, so I figured I would bring donuts as my apology. Uh, I was not upset by the lateness, <laughs> but I do appreciate the bag of donuts. They're uh, good. Heavenly Donuts in Hamden. No free ads. Heavenly Donuts in Hamden. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never been there. so I'll... Oh, it's not Heavenly Donuts. It's um, <laughs> it's Whitney Donut in Hamden. Whitney Donuts. Is yeah. Heavenly Donuts a place, or did you make that up? I believe it is a place, but it might just be in my head. Okay. <laughs> All donuts are heavenly in, in, Apparently. in your world. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. so Whitney Donuts in Hamden. Um, no free ads. I'm going to do a donut review after the show. Perfect. So we can get rolling there. <laughs> conference tournaments, middle of the conference tournaments... It's really awesome. I, I know that you've been in, involved in 8 million sports and doing a lot of track and hockey and everything else, but the girls' basketball tournaments have been great. Um, and I want to say I've been crushing my predictions, Pete. Crushing my predictions. It's been pretty impressive to see. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I, I wasn't sure about a few of the conferences, obviously, because you don't know some of these things but uh i was pretty confident i think it'll even out a little over the semifinals and finals as we saw last night with the swc where i went uh over two in the swc well you know scott you know you're just you're underestimating everybody apparently <laughs> everyone who i pick against them i i i, I, I underestimate yeah. i don't like what is um what was that line that we used to say in the the baseball in high and tight um i don't hate your team yeah, we, I don't hate you. I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is borrowed. I, we borrowed that. Yeah, but, but, I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, but all it, right. it applies here, yeah. Like, yeah, and just, like, fun fact, like, just because, like, just because you lose doesn't mean that we're right or smarter. If you get it wrong, like, whatever. Like, it's not, nothing's personal. Yeah. Uh, we don't hate you, and... um no, it's all if, just for fun. And, and we, if you're like the like lower seed and you beat a higher seed, that is an upset. It's upset. It's an upset. I mean, it's that's an just, upset. just a seated. As Joe Morelli always points out, it's a seated. Well, upset. I think it's different between the conference tournaments and the state tournaments because the conference tournaments they play each other all year. Right. So if you're the third ranked team in the SEC, there's a pretty good shot that you're the third ranked team in the SEC because you played the majority of teams in that conference. That said, the number one team doesn't always win, but if the number one team loses, it's kind of an upset. I mean, that's just the way that the world, that's just the way that the English language, the English language works. Right. And that's how tournaments work. Yes. That if the four beats the one or the two beats the one, it's an upset. Yes. We just refer to it as an upset. That's just the Uh, word, the English language said so. Yeah. We're just doing our jobs. We're just doing our jobs. So, you teams that pulled upsets last night, congratulations. Yes. Uh, all you seeded teams that won, congratulations to you too, I guess. And look, in some conferences, it's not created equal. Like in the CCC, you don't play everybody. So, yeah. like, those teams don't always play each other. But you still get a pretty good indication of where teams are based on their standings. Um, you know, the NCC does this. The SEC does this. They... 
pick their conference tournaments by who makes states. So sometimes it's related, you know, your record outside the conference matters in, yeah. in these games. I find that kind of a strange way to do it. You haven't, you don't know how many teams are going to be in every year. So like the SEC had 14 this year. You end up with two buys. They almost had 13, so it would have been three buys. I think you should take your conference record and pick the top eight. What's the point of playing a conference schedule then if you're just going to pick exactly? Right. Uh, and then the NCC was one of the most confusing things I've ever seen. Oh, with Coventry and all those teams bouncing around. Well, they were playing like, so on Friday, they had two quarterfinals. The quarterfinals, they had two quarterfinals Friday, one Saturday, one Monday. And then while they were having quarterfinal games, they were still having play-in games. And then one team was playing two teams out of the conference, but they could qualify for the tournament if they won those two out of conference yeah. games. So it was all staggered and all over the place. NCCC, we love you, but get your tournaments together. Yes, absolutely. S- start I mean, the quarterfinals on the same day. Whatever you have to do to, to make that line up, just make it line up. Yeah, I mean, look, the NCC is the NCCC. Um, shout out Sean Began of the Cartford Current. He loves the NCCC. That's all he talks about. But, uh, yeah, figure it out. Just get it. Get on the, the schedule kind of like everybody else. Keep it the same. Make it easier for people to consume your product. I think that's the way, the best way to say it. Right. As, as I say, as I was saying to Sean Boyle the other day, I said, it's like some of these conferences want to have their tournaments in secret. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, we don't want yeah. you to find out about this. Yeah. And, like, send us scores. Uh, you, let's get them out there. Like, we'll don't, out. don't hide them. And I have to say, most of the conferences have been pretty good about this. Yeah. We, we've had most of the scores all at in Game Time CT at the Girls Basketball Hub. You can find the scores, the links to all the brackets. All the brackets are really cool looking. They've been updated right after the game. So if you want to pay attention to girls basketball, come look for us here. If you want to pay attention to boys basketball, that's going to start for the it's boys. It's coming up. Yeah, we already have uh, – and hockey. We're putting a bunch of the brackets and together hockey, as right. they come yes. out. Um, there's a lot going on. We have everything in one spot. And – just, you know, if, if you're at a game and you're tweeting the game, whether it's from um, a whether it's from a regular account or a team account, if your team loses, don't just stop tweeting, please. Because <laughs> everyone's kind of sitting there being like, wait, but we had the score until the third. What happened next? And it's like, well, we lost, so I stopped tweeting. No, don't do that. You're doing a disservice to everybody else. I know that it's not people, some people's job. So when it's our job, obviously we have to finish it and put the score up. Although some reporters do not do it too. But yeah. if you're just a person out there and you decide, I'm going to be the person who's updating the score from this game. Yep. Just put the final score. Mm-hmm. Just put the final score. Put the final score. Just do it. Don't. So many people's Twitter feeds end with so and so leads so and so at the end of the third quarter, and it's like, then what happened? Well, who won? <laughs> You're the only one at this game. That and I mean, now I'm getting really picky, but winning team number goes first. I don't care if you're the Joe Smith School and you guys lost fifty to thirty-four. You don't put thirty-four to fifty. I got some. I got a lot of flack over that during the baseball season because I on the poll I listed the team. If you had lost, I lost. I said you lost four or five. And yeah. Said, people started sending me emails. This yeah, is I not European soccer. I said, okay. Who said that? Someone. Wow. I mean, it bothered me, but I got an email saying it was not European soccer. How dare I? How dare you? It had to be Morelli. It had to be Morelli. No. Morelli's Morelli's <laughs> burner accounts. <laughs> Where he just like, criticizes me. Yeah, all day. Honestly, I bet there's, I bet half of these bot accounts that follow me on Twitter are Morelli just looking at me, and he reads it, shakes his head, and goes, "That damn, damn Pete." 
Uh, Let's look through the conference tournaments real quick. Uh, Berkshire League. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Berkshire League, we got Chalk. Uh, Housatonic, number one seed, still in there. Uh, They'll be facing Nanawag tonight. Uh, And then Northwestern is facing Gilbert. And guess who is going up to the Berkshire League tonight? I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world that I'm coming home. Is that that P. Diddy? I don't know. Is that... (laughs) Sounds just like him. I mean, I'm going to make a burner account <laughs> that is against your singing. I'll just do it on my regular account. But Pete um, is going to be up in the Berkshire League, back to his old stomping grounds. Ooh. He's going to go to the semis tonight uh, at Northwestern. Yep. He's going to see his buddy Fred we'll have, Williams uh, up there. And we'll, have, uh, we'll have coverage of both games, courtesy of Peter Wallace. I'll be uh, taking some pics and uh, some video. So That's awesome. Check that out for both games. Uh, I don't know how many video highlights I'm going to get from Northwestern Gilbert because Fred likes to slow the game down. We're right. going to see a nice little 30-28-er. We're still going to see some action. You're uh, going to find the action. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay? Anticipate the action. We're going to have – I'm going to have uh, – I'm going to have just so many video highlights of the trap, the full court press, defense, slapping the floor. Do they slap the floor at Northwestern? I have no idea. It's been a while. I've never seen Northwestern play, so <laughs> – I'm excited. I wish I was going. I, I, I have a real fondness for that part of the state. Just we got, to, I got to get you up there for a baseball game. Like I want a Saturday I, morning I, yeah. baseball game. We'll get breakfast. Yeah. We'll go. They don't have stands, so you sit in the grass. I like it's it. actually pretty awesome. I, I really, I'm not joking. I love that part of we'll the state. We'll go. Let's, we'll go a Saturday in the spring when it gets warm. We'll, we'll make a day of it. You can have it this. You drive up early. You drive up late Friday night. You crash yeah. on my couch. Right. Because, you know, coming up from New Canaan. This already sounds then, horrible. Uh, yeah. And then uh, and then we'll drive up. We'll drive up Saturday morning. I'll drive. We'll get bacon, egg, and cheeses. And more From donuts. Whitney Donut. And uh, we'll, we'll have a day. Okay. I, I'm in for almost all of that. Uh, maybe I'll just sleep in my own place. <laughs> you can a- crash on a- my couch. A- uh, ask your wife if you can bunk over. I'm going to be uh, sleeping on Pete's couch tonight. <laughs> We're going up to Colebrook tomorrow to... Get some donuts or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's for work. It's for work. Don't it's, worry. It's for work. Um, over in the CCC, uh, EO Smith was the five seed. They beat Glastonbury. So that's, it's not the one through four seeds. But Windsor uh, tonight will take on EO Smith. Uh, East Hartford, the number two seed, will take on Newington in that semifinal. Uh, that's kind of gone according to Hoyle. Uh, as it were, uh, and everyone, you know, the seeds are right there. Uh, the CTC is uh, just getting going tonight. So they have uh, their quarterfinals tonight. Um, and those are all at the higher seeds. You get Norwich Tech against Bullard Havens, Whitney Tech against Walcott Tech, uh, LS Tech against Prince Tech, and Wyndham Tech against Cheney Tech. Shout out to Bullard Havens for not having the word tech in their name. <coughs> Uh, but we'll take a look at those, and, and hopefully we get all those scores. That one's been a little difficult to uh, to come by. Uh, we have a championship game uh, in the ECC. They've already advanced the championship game. Uh, no no surprise there that it's New London. Uh, New London will take on Bacon Academy. Mm, yum. Oh, I wish one of these donuts had bacon on it. Um, they have. I think that might be Heavenly Donut. Continue. I'm looking that up. They have the, like the maple bacon with yeah. the actual bacon on yeah. it. All right, yeah. if you if you come if we go to if we go to a game at Thomaston, we'll go to Heavenly Donuts. And we'll oh, Heavenly Donuts is in Thomaston? No, it's in Shelton, but it's in the Valley. <laughs> we'll get there, I promise. We'll we'll make a day of it. Good. Um, look, 
I don't think any Bacon has had a really good season. I think they're going to do well in states when we start to talk about the state tournament. But I don't think anyone's beaten New London uh, in the ECC. It's, they've just dominated that conference all season, and I think they will continue. Um, I will be in the at the FCAC semis tonight, where Norwalk takes on Danbury, and then Ridgefield, who upset Trumbull. Uh, Trumbull would played really well all season, but uh, Cassie Barbado. Uh, one of their sophomores, uh, really good sophomore scorers, has been out with an illness. Uh, she missed the last game of the season. She missed the tournament. They're hoping to have her back for states. Not sure if she'll come back. Um, Richfield obviously went through a lot of turmoil in the last week. Uh, you can find the story about that on Game Time CT. The coach resigned right before the tournament started. Always really hard on the girls. Uh, you can see how happy they were to win the game. Uh, you know, with the interim coach and. Uh, they were actually posing for photos in front of the scoreboard after the quarterfinal win, which was, uh, I would wait to the final for that, but I understand their excitement. They're a very young team, and, and that was a huge win to go in there and knock off Trumbull. Yeah, it's an interesting move for sure, but with it's everything a, that's going on. With everything that's going on, yeah. I'm willing to forgive it. Normally, you wouldn't want to take photos then, but they're also a really young team, so I think next year they're a definite title contender. Um, let's look at the NCCC. NCC won't let me be, let me be me. It, it's the Eminem song, but it's, yeah. I don't know, it's the FCC, but I just, every time I hear of the NCCC, I just think of that song, and I start rapping in my head. I think that's the, they play that before all the games. <laughs> um, so uh, we have Suffield and Canton in one semifinal there uh, at 6.45. NCCC and the and the CCC all season they love this 6:45 start time. <laughs> it's on all their schedules. So both uh, semis are at the higher seeds, and they're both at 6:45. The other game it is uh, number two SMSA, and they will be hosting Ellington, who upset Granby. Upset because Ellington was the six seed and Granby was the three seed. So it see how that works. Technically, we refer to that as an upset. Technically. I don't want to upset anyone who is sensitive, but it is officially an upset. Uh, you know, uh, the NVL, uh, the NVL has had a pretty good tournament, uh, and they got St. Paul and Holy Cross. That game is actually Wednesday night, the final. Uh, Holy Cross beat Watertown, and St. Paul beat Naugatuck in the semis. Um, I think we both like really like St. Paul. I think we'll really like them when the state tournament gets going, too. Uh, they played really well up there. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. I think we're in the SEC. SEC, yeah. Uh, Hamden's first championship game. Uh, that's Wednesday night. Uh, it's surprising that they've never reached the final before. Uh, look, if it was anyone besides these two teams in the SEC final, I, I would have been surprised. They just are having really good seasons. East Haven uh, is the number one seed. Hamden's the number two seed. Uh, shout out to Wilbur Cross, who got back to the semis for the first time in like 10 years or whatever it was. And to Hillhouse, who both of those teams had great seasons. Uh, but it's Hamden, East Haven. Hamden's first SEC final. I haven't decided who I'm picking yet. But, I know who uh, I'm picking, but we'll talk it at the end of the show. I figure we can go through maybe and pick some winners. I think you know who you're picking because you've been on the bandwagon. <laughs> That's right. I'm not, I haven't been on the bandwagon. I'm started, driving the bandwagon. the bandwagon. I am the bandwagon. Um... I'm a little torn on this one. I, I kind of like Hamden, uh, but it's too tough to call. I might go to that game. I'm not covering it, but I might have to go. I'll be there. Anyway, uh, the SEC had a few surprises, obviously, Hand beating Mercy. Yeah, that uh, was a little surprising for sure. Yeah. Um, we thought this, we thought 
you know, Mercy, that, not that Mercy figured it out, but we thought that, like, all right, this is the Mercy team that, you know, we expect to be comp- competing for an SEC and a state title and to lose in the first round at home. Or not at home. Um, it was in the, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was at home because it was the, the, the first round. Oh, it was a home game, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, look, and don't get me wrong, Hand's a good team. I mean, uh, we had Coach Russell on here last week, and he kept raving about Hand. Hand's a good team, and you know, Hand lost a few close games, in the, and now they're in a lower seed. They're going to be a pain when they go to the L tournament, too. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things we talked about in these leagues, that if you take a few close losses, you have to go through their schedules. Like, if you just look at their standings, you're going to look at, at Hand and say, oh, they got 11 wins or whatever it is. They're an average team. Go look at the losses. They're all really close. They're all yeah. to really good teams, and they have a really good player in Sarah Wogelmuth. I think that's how you pronounce her name, uh, who scored her 1,000th career point as a junior in the semifinal game against That's Robert impressive. Cross. That is impressive. Yeah, whatever a, a junior re- a junior. whatever a junior reaches that, it's yeah. It's I, look, don't get me wrong, 1,000 point, you know, milestone is, is a great, but to do it as a junior? Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Hmm? Uh, Shoreline, Shoreline Conference semis tonight. Uh, Cromwell, um, I'm not as... I'm on the Cromwell bandwagon, not as big as Pete is on the East Haven bandwagon, but That's I really right. like uh, Cromwell a lot on the shoreline. Well, they've won the shoreline the last three years. Yeah. it's. I'm not really going out on a limb with the, <laughs> with the pick. Cromwell. Uh, I think Cromwell is a pretty good pick. They're playing Lime Old Lime. Okay, lime, do you lime. follow the Lime Old Lime uh, athletics account on Twitter? I think so. Why? They hashtag their sports LOL sports and oh, it makes me it. laugh every single time. I never noticed that. I though. think they need their jerseys and it, maybe they have them but just have like L.O.L. I wonder if Right on do. the front of the jersey. We'll that would be out. so cool. We'll have to send a dispatch to the uh, Shoreline Conference tonight. Um, <laughs> those games are at Cromwell. I thought they were at Cogginshock but they're at Cromwell. Uh, and the Morgan East Hampton is the other semi there. Um... East Hampton's playing really well, uh, but I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure if anyone can really beat uh, Cromwell there. And then the SWC got flipped on its head, <clears throat> at least in terms of seating, uh, with Bethel beating Notre Dame, Fairfield. Notre Dame Fairfield hadn't lost in the conference, so I, I feel confident saying that that Bethel upset Notre Dame Fairfield. Uh, they also beat them pretty substantially, 45-31. No. It's a good team. Ryan Ryan Lacey wrote an awesome feature about them yeah. uh, about a week or so ago, two weeks ago. And, uh, I mean, look, they were Notre Dame Fairfield, I think, where they have one loss. They were 19-1 and this year heading into the state tour, into right. the conference tournaments. Yeah. They were one of the best teams in the state. We, um, you know, they were, we were, everyone was voting them high in the poll that we both voted. Yeah. And uh, I think it was a surprise. Look, not saying that, you know, Bethel shouldn't have won, but like, yeah, most people probably thought Notre Dame was going to win that game. I, I just based on the records, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, again, if you look at Bethel's record, they played really well against the really good teams. Those are the only teams they've lost to this season. I think they're a dangerous team. I think we all thought that there was four really good teams in the SWC, and then everybody else. Bethel hasn't been getting the votes and the love that Newtown Colby and Notre Dame Fairfield have, who have been in the top ten all season. But obviously. Maybe that gave them something to prove here. And then yeah. Now they're out in the championship game against Newtown. Uh, they can certainly win that game Wednesday. Uh, that'll be an interesting one. All right, we're going to take a real quick break and then come back, talk a little states, talk some other stuff, and uh, we'll be right back on Give and Go. Don't miss a pass, pitch, or putt this season. Sign up for the Whistle newsletter. 
and get the latest news and stories sent straight to your inbox from GameTimeCT.com. We are back on Just for Kicks. No, give and go. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I do three podcasts. They all have the same kind of names. Yeah. So. The Just for Kicks and Give and Go, I really am confusing. <laughs> I, I got to close this bag. These donuts smell so freaking good. <laughs> I just want to destroy donuts while I'm talking about girls basketball, <laughs> which is fine, but yeah. someone's got to talk here. Uh, so let's talk about the states a little bit. Um, we will cover, we'll get into a full state thing next week. The, the states will have started Monday, but we'll make our picks prior to that. And then Tuesday, we'll talk about all yep. the state tournaments. A lot of them will be starting Tuesday also. Two of the conferences start Monday, two start Tuesday. Uh, and there's only going to be playing games, I think, in Class M. I went through and counted all the teams. So double L uh, looks like there's 28 teams in. Uh, that means the top four will get buys. Uh, Manchester and bye some... bye 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 <laughs> four buys. So we had to say four. Uh, South Windsor and Manchester are the last teams that are in at nine and eleven. Um, 27 teams are in L. That would give the top five teams buys, I believe. Uh, Crosby and Massac eight and twelve were the last two in there. Uh, M has 33, so I think they'll need a play-in game probably Saturday, uh, which, just looking at the standings, I think would be between Woodland and Amistad, but we have to wait and see. Uh, those I think everything comes out Friday morning, right? The Yes. All the brackets for everything? They should. Uh, just for the girls, right? The boys are... Uh, uh, yes, I believe so. And hockey's later. Yep. Um, and then in S, uh, there are 30 teams, so the top two will get buys. Coventry and Bolton at eight and twelve. The last ones. Uh, House House Bolton. House Bolton. House Bolton. Uh, hopefully the basketball team is a little nicer than House Bolton <laughs> itself. Uh, we had a few questions that were sent into us, um, and so I think we'll answer them. We've kind of we haven't gotten into the mailbags a lot this year, so to be honest, we probably forgot about the mailbag for like a couple of weeks probably did so there are a few questions that are, that are in there uh does winning a conference tournament matter no <laughs> can you expand what do you mean no no it doesn't mean anything you don't think it means anything to the kids that are playing the games you don't think it means anything to east haven and hamden to go play for an sec championship if they win the sec cha- I bet if we ask them, you get to win the SEC championship, but you'll be knocked out by the second round in the state tournament, do you think they would take it? I don't know. I don't think they would. I think some people down in certain parts of the state think that their conference tournament is more important than a state tournament, and I laugh at those people. Yeah. I laugh at those specific schools in one part of the state that's a little south of here. Um, Are you talking about the FCAC? I am exactly talking about the FCAC. I've talked to numerous people from the FCAC who would rather win an FCAC title than a state championship, and I think that's the craziest thing in the world. I don't think you'd rather win an FCAC title than a state championship, but I think the conference tournaments are very important to these teams because you can win a championship, and you can win a championship against the teams that you compete against all the time. I think for Norwalk to win the FCAC is really going to be important to them. I think for Newtown, it's really important to win the SWC. I think it's something you can hang your hat on, and it's not all these teams are going to go on and, and win state championships or even play for state championships. So, I think it matters. The, the weird thing is, I guess, of course, the games don't count. You know, so like that is also true. They don't. I count. sent out the poll results today or you know this morning, and I'm ignoring the fact that Trumbull lost to Ridgefield because it didn't happen in the regular season. It doesn't count for their state record. Yeah. 
but it happened. No, I agree. It's. Uh, it's so you, you don't think? What about for the smaller conferences? What about if you go for a Berkshire League title, or you're going for a Shoreline title, and maybe you're not going to be competing for a state title? You don't think it's important to those kids to win the conference tournament? Well, look, I think winning any games for any kids is important, but in the big scheme of things, when you compare it to what is at stake down the road, I think that's the more important one. And I, I well, sure. I mean, of course, the state's the more important one. I'm not saying it's more important than the state championship. I'm saying, does it matter? You, you I don't think the conferences more. matter anymore. Yeah. I don't think I don't think conference play is what it I guess used to be. I don't think it's. These schools that play just their conference schedules, when you get to the state tournament, it's different. And I think I think we're moving. Um, I think Al Carbone said this to Sean Bowley uh, when they were talking about the football schedule, the new alliance, that conferences don't exist anymore. They change every year in most leagues. They, like, rearrange, you know, who's on what side. So who cares if you win the Hammond Asset division this year? Right. Because next year you'll be in the Housatonic or you'll be in the Morelli division. Like, it doesn't... But everything that's a, changes. That's I don't a think division. that's not your conference. But I'm just saying, is like in that sense, in the conference, it's like everything's changing every year. Nothing. There's no solidified rivalries anymore. You know, you have the couple with like you know the Sheen and the Lyman Halls and the Norwalks and the McMahons because they're in the same town, the same city. But at the end of the day, I mean, you you see what all these teams are doing. These good teams are going out of their conferences to play. Don't. Wouldn't you think that to them those games are a little bit more important than winning the conference? The way know. that they're going out and playing all those games because they're not well, East they're Haven. Them. East Haven didn't go up to New London to prepare for the SEC. No, they went up to New London to prepare for a state tournament run. Yes, and, I and, think and, that shows what's important to these teams. I, 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 think, I don't think conference tournaments are. I think that the state tournament is more important to every team. Obviously, winning the state tournament, especially when you're a team that can do it, like yeah. East Haven, like Hamden. But I don't think that you can totally discount the turn the conference tournament games. I think they're really important to the kids, and I think they're important I'm to the coaches. Sure I'm sure they're important and, to the coaches, but I'm telling you. And I think in, bas- we, in basketball, the conferences still do matter. The games are good enough. Like it's, Football is a different thing. Tomorrow like, night, when either Hamden or East Haven loses, right? we're going to talk to Coach Russell, or we're going to talk to Amanda. And, and I'm only saying Amanda because I... Completely forgot how to pronounce Fukuchi, her lesson yeah. for, for, for Coach Fukuchi. I did not want to pronounce it wrong. And we're going to ask them, yeah, you know, this and this, and we're going to ask them about the loss, and their response is going to be, this is okay, next week's more important. Well, I, of course. I'm saying. I just if don't they think were even... that heartbroken about it, they would not look right towards the state tournament. I think they're, you, you know that it's not your last game, so it doesn't have that end to the seniors. Yeah. Trumbull senior girls were in tears after they lost to Richmond. Oh, yeah. It means something. They were going for their third straight conference title. And they will be in tears if they win the state title. Right. Again. Right. Or whenever the season ends. What about Wilton a couple of years ago? Right. Wilton, that stud team, five seniors. Oh, sorry, four seniors, one junior. They they were supposed to win, and they got knocked out in like the quarterfinals of the the FC action. And then they went on a tear and absolutely blew the doors off of every team en route to a double L title. I'm sure if we asked them after that, they would be like, "What? who cares about the FCAC title? But if they hadn't won a state title, I think they would have cared about the FCAC, and I bet some of them still do care that they didn't win the FCAC title. I don't title. think they do. I, don't I think, think if, you go, do. if you go ask these Norwalk girls, they're, obviously they're focused on winning a double L championship. They want to win an FCAC championship first. First. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I – don't. If, if we started weighing the conference tournaments – with some sort of value. Like if we ever, and I highly doubt this would ever happen, but if we ever went to a system where it's 
Conference championship winners get in, much like the NCAA tournament. Sure. Where if you win your conference tournament, you're in. And if you don't, and we go out? from there. No, no, no. And then it goes to like at large bids, yeah. and you know. But you look at like the SEC. Not all those teams would make it, right? Because you, how many at large bids do you have? Well, like they all, the, the SEC does it so that. Well, then I'm saying if we went to a system much like the NCAA, where the conference champion got an automatic bid or an right. automatic home game, yeah. So then you're playing with something. You're playing for something that has some value right right now you win the conference tournament it's like okay we still have more important games ahead yes you do but you also get to put a banner up in your gym saying you're the conference tournament champion i i don't think think conference i don't think conference championships are worth that much uh, that's fair i mean you know you're a long Long island guy (laughs) well we didn't have states so our conferences were the only things that we could win what do you mean new york had state champions they only have them in certain sports like oh. basket, they have them in basketball, they have them in wrestling, ice hockey, nothing in football, nothing in baseball, um, nothing in the spring sports. They don't have state championships in football and basketball and nope. baseball? Nope. What kind of backwards state is this? It's too big. Or, okay, they might have some sort of version of states, but Long Island didn't participate in, like, the football championships. So you win your league, yeah, and then you play sectionals. Interesting. Yeah. And the championships are held at Hofstra. And that's it. And then the spring. The state's too big. I don't know about that. I think you're really <laughs> doing a disservice to these children who can't play the <laughs> So I guess we're going to split on this question. I think the conference tournaments do matter. Pete says they don't matter. Obviously, they don't matter to rankings. They don't matter to the state tournament. The state tournament is bigger. We both agree with that. But if I'm a kid, I want to win the... If I'm a kid, I want to win every game. If I'm a kid, I want to go 20-0. I want to win three games in the tournament, and I want to win the whole thing. I think it's important to the coaches, too. You don't think it's important to the coaches? I don't know. I think if you asked... If you asked... um, Let's talk about New London. New London's going to win the ECC. It's not really that close. Their goal, obviously, is to go win a state championship. I still think that they're excited to win. The I don't know. State. I bet you, if you asked a coach, would you rather be known as a five-time, you know, five-time FCA conference champion coach or a three-time state championship coach? I think they'll take the three-time state championship coach over the five-time FCA winning coach. Sure. I mean, if you're going to win three state championships, Shane, I think that one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We talk about him all the time on the baseball podcast because we love him. But uh, Jack McFarland. You see what banners are held up at Staples state on the baseball on the baseball field? Not FCI championships, state championships. I know, it's a big deal. I know. I, I'm I'm not saying that the <laughs> state tournaments are not a big deal. I'm just saying that the conference tournaments also can be a big deal. Yep, you can do both. Yeah, you, no, I think they are. But at the end of the day, whether they win or lose, it's all about next week. And that I think that's always will be more important than a conference championship. I think conference championship is a nice consolation prize. Okay. How many teams win conference championships and then go win state titles? It always seems that they fall early after they win a conference championship. I, I, that's, that's not true. I, I, it feels like it though. Well, I, you just that's just you're just speculating. I'm not speculating. I'm just. I think it's a. I don't think that I that think is a it, crazy. Here's here's what I'll say. The team that wins double L championship this year will also win their conference championship. You think so? Yes. Who won the double L championship last year? Mercy. And they did win. You're right. But I'm just saying, I just, it ooh, feels like, ooh. Point. Counterpoint. <laughs> Boom. I'm just saying, it always feels like, maybe maybe not in basketball, 
But I'll tell you, in certain sports, it feels like whenever you win the conference championship, you usually lose. I think I can agree with you in in certain sports. I think it really hurts teams in soccer, for instance, to make a run to the yeah. conference championship. We talked about this in the soccer podcast because of the grueling nature of the game. I don't think it hurts anything in basketball. You get enough time off. Um, hockey, maybe you can talk about that too, where you get too worn down from a conference tournament. Yeah, I don't think it happens in basketball. Uh, baseball is weird because you're dealing with pitchers, so you're using pitchers when you might not want to. You might save them and hold them back for states. So that's a totally different ball game too. I think basketball is the best sport in the world for tournaments in general. Oh, basketball tournaments are better than any other. There's tournament. no, it's There's nothing. Better. The atmosphere is. And I think just, be on the go for the conference. The conference right into the state without losing yeah. anything. The game's not hurt. Your team's not hurt for making a run in the tournament, unless someone physically gets hurt. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but deep down, the, 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 at the end of the day, and you mentioned it a couple of minutes ago, the games don't count. They don't count. So, But here's a note. I love the conference tournaments, <laughs> and I'm still excited about the next couple of days, uh, the semis and finals of these conference tournaments. Um, listen, follow along on Game Time CT. We do have the Girls Basketball Hub up there. You can click through that. You can find all the, com- uh, the links to all the brackets on there. The links to all my predictions are on there. Um, hopefully I can keep crushing these predictions. Uh, <laughs> right now I'm going to crush some of these donuts that Pete brought in. Yo. Uh, listen, we'll be back next week. We'll go for a full uh, state tournament preview next week. We will make all our picks for the state tournament. For Pete, I'm Scott. We'll see you next time. Later. Later.